Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing, Paul. The Shy Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shy Life is, is a little more abstract than usual. <laughs> okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. Yes, he has. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shyetti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Well, I won't stop long. We've got quite a, a busy episode and, um, well, uh, lots has been said and I want to keep it in under two hours. Yes, I told you it's long. Um, so, yes, I've got a special guest. Um, it's Nick. And uh, when we come back after the music, he and I will be talking about, well, we'll be talking about Home Sweet Home in in different ways, sharing our stories, stories from both our pasts um, linked to the places where we lived. Yeah, I think you'll quite enjoy this. Let me run the theme music. And when I come back, we'll get chatting. It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond, Paul Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. Oh, it's the shy life podcast. Yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out with an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> He's not all that shy and bright. Sheesh. Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. <laughs> talk um, about uh, another subject in... in Totally, well, not totally unrelated because we spent a lot of time around your mum and dad's house when you lived there. But I think what I want to speak about is the, the different houses that we have uh, both yeah. lived in. Yeah. In the, you know, particularly probably since we've moved out of home because um, you you only lived in a couple of houses before you left. That's right, I mean, yeah. you lived in them for quite a long time, but you 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 um, um, you and I was mainly in in um, in Mountfield House. Um, although I lived in a couple of other houses when I was too young to remember. Yeah, because my parents built their house on a on, a, on what was late what was waste ground in that in that village. Uh, and for years, when they were gardening, they used to yeah. dig up bottles and all sorts of things yeah. but um i think yeah uh, i think i wanted to perhaps discuss the the houses we've lived in since we left home ah um well, of course and, um, I, I think you ought to kick off with this because um i actually left home nearly 10 years after you did even yeah, though, even though like, you're five yeah. years younger than me yeah. Yeah. yeah i still feel i was kind of 
I was shoved out into the world world. Oh. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> kicking and screaming. Um, I, I'm just going to... I mean, it, it, it's, it's a, a good and bad, you know, situation. I didn't really... Well, I went to the university I chose wasn't necessarily... It was, it was probably a little bit of a mess, really, when it comes to how I ended up at the university where I did, but it came came out the right way, um, really. But uh, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do at university because I definitely... Although I was really good at English, I, uh, the English that I was good at wasn't... You know, university courses tend to be... Mm. English literature rather than English language. I'm sure there would have been something I could have done which would have been more creative, but I really did not want to go to university and do English English literature because I might have been okay at it or, or good at it, but I didn't enjoy that part of it. Um, and, yeah, it never really occurred to me to be a libra- librarian, even though it runs in the family. Um, and I, I wanted to do media studies because it was the... It was the the subject of the day that was very popular but unfortunately mm. it was so popular that it was like three A's at A level which I wasn't going to get so yeah. I mean I if somebody had said have you considered librarian it would have clicked I probably would have gone for that sooner yeah. but uh, and they're, they're, they're actually um, it's changed a bit and I think some have closed and new ones have opened up but um, I, I think if I'd have had more time to think about it um, <laughs> except so, so, the way yeah Southern Park could have been might a what it might not have happened, but it it wouldn't. There there were there were three or four I can think of key library schools, and they're all in different places, and it could have been quite different. Yeah. Um. So I've got there's there's Birmingham where I did go, and then there's Loughborough, which probably would have been a similar area, uh, a little bit a little bit further, but it would have been a similar environment probably. Um. But the the two that are really quite different from each other. Uh, I could have gone to library school in Brighton, which is where Callum's sister went. Um, so living in Brighton would have been different, and also that's you know quite a gay mecca. I, I might have come out sooner, or um, but then there's also Aberystwyth, um, so that you know that's that, that's Wales, but it's also on the coast, and it's it's I don't think I've ever been there. It's not the most accessible of Welsh locations. So that could have been a completely different situation, and I know people who went there. Yeah, um, it's it's but, it's a it, I, it's all totally fascinating to me. Um, this whole thing about what I mean, this we could do an episode on its own about mm. alternative paths we could have taken in life. I it, yeah. it, 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 endlessly fascinating because um, this this whole thing about careers, which you just said about, you know, you mm. hadn't uh, initially thought about librarian, and. Um, when I think about my own situation and how I, I, I clicked with the office admin so well, and yet it never occurred to me when I left school, you know, that, oh, I'd like to work in a shop or something, you know, I quite like people and things like that. Mm. Um, I wish I'd now gone for admin straight in. I, I wish I'd gone straight in there and, mm. uh, and had a go at the infirmary, which is a lovely old creepy old building. I would love to have worked there. Um, but yeah. yeah well- there was a point when I graduated where I saw a job um, in Oddstock Hospital, and and I could have ended up in the library there. But I don't. I can't remember if I didn't apply for it or whether I just didn't get an interview. But I, 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 I remember thinking that the pay that they were offering was quite a lot less than what I was seeing in a yeah. similar type of job. So I may not have. A, I may not have applied for it. But but going back to houses, yeah. I mean, so when I did get to go to Birmingham. 
it was quite short notice, and, and I, so I wasn't going to go into Hall's residence, which actually I was relieved about because the idea of being with lots of new faces did not appeal. Would have been would have scared me. I mean, it probably would have been great, or maybe. I mean, I did do something a little bit more like that when I lived in a house with lots of about ten different people when I first moved to Camberley. But we'll come to that uh, um, at some point. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I was in Birmingham, I lived in three different houses, um, and, and you visit, you only visited one of them. But the first one, I was only there for the first and second terms of my first year, and that was when I was living with a family, and that was just down the road from Sutton Park. Like, I feel I almost because I, I although I came up to Sutton Park twice in your um, but I think it was. One was just about when you were finishing university, and one is when you went back to live in somewhere. Yeah. And also, yeah. I but I feel I know the other places. I would have in told. Way, yeah, I, I, bet, I, I bet I told. I bet I took you to them or walked you past them. But also, because um, I'd seen the episodes yes, on, on Sound Park, I, I almost feel like uh, there was one because there was one where you were watching a, a horror film where the, the 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 house was falling to pieces or something, and and you stuck that on just after you left one of them. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was nice. I mean, at least it was a, a little bit of a step. It was, it was still kind of weird going to live in a house with, a, 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 a mum and dad and, um, two two kids who are probably under ten, who used to go into my bedroom and steal my jelly babies, um, and um, yeah, you used to they used to sort of turn up for meals and breakfast and everything, and um, they, they were very very nice. Um, and, and you know, I had a nice little room, but I, I think perhaps I still had a bit more of an appetite than. So this is when I started thinking, oh, you know, what can I do with that? I don't have a. I don't. I, I don't think it was a, a situation where I could say, oh, can I pop this in your fridge? I I, I kind of feel like that would have been an insult to how much yeah. they were giving me. Sort of thing. Yeah. So, so the things I had in my room were things like pot noodles, where I could, <laughs> and that's how I ended up making the jelly monster. I thought, oh, I wonder if I could make a jelly in the pot from an from an yeah. old um, uh, uh, pot noodle but, unfor- but unfortunately even though you washed, washed it and washed it and washed it it still <laughs> ended up and then, then I thought oh, I'll put it on the windowsill at night you know because it was sort of winter time it'll probably be cold enough to make it freeze you know it, it did it did do that but it also t- still tasted of chicken and mushroom <laughs> <laughs> even though it was like strawberry or whatever I, mean, I, mean, um, I, I just I remember showing you uh, showing Keith the cliffhanger of that that jelly, jelly, and the that blood vomit one, not 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 yeah. the not the later, uh, cheaper versions, but you yeah. know, I, and uh, with the two in eyes the on it, I, I and uh, yeah, that that caught on. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> thing I didn't block up their bathroom sink. I was going to say, <laughs> I didn't realise you'd had a whole family in there with you. Presumably, yeah. when you did Sutton Park, um, that would have been either outside were. or or you, you had to. You had to be go you know, kind of choose your moments, really. Well, she, the kids would have gone to school. The husband worked, and I, I can't remember if the wife worked, but she would have gone shopping and stuff. And there would have been days when I didn't have lectures, so probably just did it on a day when I knew I was in the house by myself. Um, but uh, I never went in the garden or anything. I remember that house was the first time I saw like a squirrel in in you know all the times I lived in in Charlton. I'd never really seen squirrels in the trees, but then I oh. uh, having breakfast, but, and, and I guess it was very close to Sutton Park, but, uh, you know, the first time I saw a real-life squirrel... Um, That's amazing, because, you, you know, because you grew up in the countryside. <laughs> yeah, they don't seem to be, I've never seen many squirrels in, in, uh, in that sort of... I don't know why. 
Um, yeah. And we've got that massive tree in the back garden as well. Yeah. Um, we've so got squirrels outside in our, in, our, in our communal garden. Yeah. Well, spe- speeding it up a bit, I, I, I had to leave quite um, around the Easter that year because um, there was family emergency in their family mm. and they needed that room for, just, I think, one or one other of their mothers and father. I think the father had died and the mother needed to come and live with them, so yeah. needed that room. So the same day it happened, um, uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this story, I may have told it before. It's a day I'll never forget because um, I was I was woken up at five or six, I don't know, very early in the morning by the, the mother saying, there's been a family emergency, we're going to have to go away for a few days, so just help yourself from the fridge and all that sort of thing. Um, um, but I'm afraid we can tell you now that we're going to have to say we can't, you, you, you'll have to move out at Easter. And so then I was like, oh, okay. So I was you know, half awake when this was happening, and then I fell back to sleep. And the next thing I know is the sound of a helicopter. <laughs> and when we're talking about a street that looks like something from Brookside, <laughs> and and, um, and 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 I, I get up and I, I can't remember if I actually saw the villain, but. I get. I feel like I saw somebody leaping over a back fence or something. Anyway, there was a police helicopter in pursuit of uh, somebody who was running through the back gardens of the houses. <laughs> and I can't remember if I saw the person or I imagined that bit, but there was a police helicopter. So that was, well, boy, boy you know, if I didn't, if, wow. I could, if, if one thing woke me up, then another woke me up, and then, but then it must have been a day off because I went into town and bumped into my friend Phil and said, "Oh, I've just been told this," and he said, "Oh, I'm think I'm sh- pretty sure that." Kerry said that, um, and we weren't like a, we were sort of circulating as friends. You know, we yeah. were seeing each other, but we were like best buddies who spent all their time together at that point. And and he and Phil said, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I know, Miranda or somebody who who lived in the same houses. Um, I could. Oh, that's. A, I mean, that's another funny thing, is that I don't the the house that Kerry lived in, which I later lived in. Now. He was when when Kerry started. They thought he was a girl because ah! they thought it was Kerry with like K E double R Y or something. So so he when he was applying for houses, um, they kind of I think the people in the house thought he was going to be a girl as well, yeah. uh, and they were because they'd said they only wanted female tenants. Yeah. And the other girl who was there was another girl there, uh, so I think because they said yes. Um, that they allowed him to stay. And then the girl moved out. Uh, and I think Kerry was able to say, well, I can get somebody to come and, you know, I know you only wanted women, but I'm here and there's no other girls now, so could we, could my friend move in? So I moved in for the last term of the first year. And then they said, um, we're not going to be renting next year. So we went and looked at one or two places. We, we went to a house, which I feel reminds me of one of the houses you'll be telling us about, um, you know, well, your, your house where the stairs went up into the bedroom. Yeah. I feel like uh, that's a sort of house that I saw, or, and, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." We weren't sure how it was going to work out, and we didn't get that one. Mm-hmm. And then the, the um, and then the place that I did live in was the one I was there from 1993 to 1996, on and on and off. Because yeah. I had my year, I played, but I, I left there twice. I left there the when I went to do my placement, yeah. not knowing that I was going to be coming back, it might not have been available. Yeah. Because when my placement ended, it was a weird time. It was, it was in the middle of a year. Um, <laughs> I was coming back at the second part of my third year. 
Um, That's right. Cause, so uh, you would have presumed somebody might have taken that, but it was free again yeah. for both of us. Because I, I, um, I came to see you consecutive um, February's, as um, I remember. I came to see you February 92, no, sorry, 95, which yeah. was uh, when you were still, still there. Still, yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, I remember... I always call it the James Bond one because we, we, we sat in your room and watched on the Majesty's Secret Service. Um, mm. Was the ninety six um, yeah. where that, by then by then Kerry was gone because all the time that I lived with with Kerry in the other house, um, we had his bedroom and my bedroom, and when we were watching TV together, we always socialised. And then he could say, "Yeah, well, I'm fed up with you. Go back to your bedroom," sort of thing. <laughs> I'd be sent back to my room. Um, he wouldn't quite say it like that. Well, sometimes he probably would have done. But, well, he, he um, was he, he was brazen enough too. You know, he he, he was yeah, certainly yeah. someone who spoke his mind. Yeah, but he was gone by '96 because when I was there in '96, I'd gone back there because I got a six-month job. Um, so again, you know, when that six-month job came up back in Birmingham, I just thought mm, maybe I'll ring my old landlord just to see if my room's free. And and I really liked my little bedroom. It was yeah. nice and small. You couldn't make it untidy because there would be no space if you made it untidy. I mean, I still have plenty of things on the wall, and anywhere I could put a, a, a knickknack or, a, um, I you know, I would put things on the on cupboards and so on. Uh-huh. And it made it mine, but I was able to move back again for another. And of course, it deeply immortalised in some park. Um, yeah, and that was one. nice though, because because I, I had that lake opposite my. I was like five minutes from Spitty Junction, which for those of you who don't know, that's like a, a motorway system. <laughs> it's not attractive, but but you couldn't see it because the trees from the lake, which was a nice lake. I, I, I don't think it. It might have been used for boating. It was. It was big enough, I think, that the, the, there were little yachts and things like that I, I might be imagining it. I'm sure uh-huh. uh, if we looked at the footage there there are people on that lake sometimes and there was a little little club I think at the end yeah. of the street but, but it was I, like one long street and then the yeah. lake uh, up across, on the other side so you didn't have it wasn't houses both sides of the road yeah um, I think it was that, snowing one time I came up and um, that's quite possible uh, for I, I, I have a fond I have a fond memory of uh, sitting with you guys of an evening at, at that house, uh, it must have been the '95 one because Kerry was there, and we got a take in and we got booze and we sat and watched a huge cross section of telefantasy shows. I think it was Kerry that showed me everything after episode two of Moonbase three, and we watched the next gen. I think I, I couldn't swear to it, but I think we might have watched a Who or you know it, it was just it was just a nice geeky evening and and yeah, I, yeah. I i really enjoyed it yeah and um that was a really nice place to do and also we were it, it, we were 10 minutes from university so we were closer than i'd ever been to university and yet we were on this bus route which was a, a wonderful bus route because buses were so cheap you got i can't remember how ch- it was ridiculous a weekly pass was like 10 pounds or something stupid anyway but this this bus route literally um, went round the whole of Birmingham, but round the sort of uh, at, a sort, at the sort of same sort of level that we were. So, so, so all sorts of different places, and um, and sometimes on a way, you know, if we had a day off, we just sort of go and sit on the bus and yeah. just and have a look. And also, as I did that a few times, I then thought well, that looks like an interesting location for Summer yeah. Park. Or oh, I think I might get off here next time. Yeah, and um, so so. And also, when I worked in West Bromwich, I had to go quite a wiggle. I had to change buses a couple of times, but I, on, on the way, I saw 
Oh, well, that looks like it. Apparently, it's a, oh, look, it's a park, like a, a nature park, an interesting sort of or wood there. Or, so, and, and near my work, there was an abandoned railway line, um, which, which I used to record oh, some scenes yeah. on. Um, so I was always on, on the lookout for locations for filming. Um, and, and, you know, perhaps if yeah. I finished work a, a bit early, I, I could, well, I'll start on the way home, I'll stop, because I didn't have yeah. any connections or responsibilities. Um, I was my own boss, so you know, I, if I left a bit early, I could. Oh, I'll go and, I'll go and explore that location. Yeah, and, and just take a plot line with me. Yeah. Um, Never to be found without one. <laughs> yeah. Well, then of course after that, um, so we're up to about '96. I moved to Camberley, where I met Callum, and sort of begun the the well the reason that I've stayed in this area really, um, and I was there. I was there in that house for two, um, two years, well, a little bit less than two years, possibly 18 months, really, but it seemed a lot longer. Um, and you you visited... This, yeah, that's right. Uh, I visited, mm-hmm. again, I think it was two consecutive years. Um, I yeah. fact, I did more, I'm sure I did, I must have visited more than twice, because I did two yeah. New Year's there uh, in Camberley. It's a very large house, wasn't it? Yeah, I came in... Um, like August '96, and I left in March '98. Um, so yeah, you you would have been that you could have come for the '96 and the '97. So I was year. I was I, I in September '96 I left Four Boys, which I've been for years, and I went back to college. So mm. I remember very I remember that being very much Spice Girlsy collegey days. Um, and, uh, and in a way, that well, in a way, it was similar for me in that it, I was living in a house. None of us were—I don't think any of us were students—but we were all like early to mid twenties, and some of us yeah. were. It was a bit like that TV show, or, or, or elements of that TV show, um, This Life, where there were some people who were obviously quite highfalutin and were moving on up yeah. and quite ambitious, and then there were then there were people whose there were little stories going on. Everyone had a little story, or there was yeah. there was a girl who. Who, who called Jane, who I was friends with, and I was playing this song by the group, a Britpop song um, by a band called Catatonia. There's a song called You've Got a Lot to Answer For, and I played it a lot. And I saw Jane the next day and she said, you played that song so much that I went to our price and bought it. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> it was kind of went through the stage of being annoying and then, oh my God, I love this song. And she went and yeah. bought it herself. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we did have some drunken well because Callum and I, I I had to decide in that house I got on with them really well and I started to socialise them with them I remember going to a pub quiz um, at, at that place where we went to the uh, JW's but the, the pub connected to it oh yeah yeah. and, and um, there was a quiz night and I remember being in a team from our house and then I saw Callum's team and I, I had to sort of I, I didn't feel like I could commit to like either you did everything with the people from the house or you or I kind of hung around with Callum's friends I couldn't really do both um, yeah. I didn't feel like I could commit to both and also and I thought the people in the house are going to come and go they already had come and gone within the first few months and um, thought if I'm friends with Callum who I see at work and who I've really got more in common with at least um, particularly obviously Callum um, then you know, these people aren't moving away in any hurry 
the it's better to be friends with locals than it is with people who are just here because they're on their way up to a, yeah. a, a better um so i i stopped doing things with people from the house which i feel kind of bad about really but i had to kind of make a decision really um it's inevitable uh, really that you're going to gravitate towards um it's like a bit a bit like you me and and uh, danny you know i i, mm. I started out knowing Danny very well and hanging out with Danny very well, over time I gravitated more towards you. And, yeah. and, and uh, you know, we, we, we clicked just a bit more. Yeah, and, and um, the, the, the other thing uh, about living in that house was that if I hadn't lived in that house, I would have never met my friend George, who I don't see yeah. very often anymore, but he became a massive part of Sutton Park. And... I would go as far as to say that if I haven't, if I hadn't met George, Sutton Park would probably have finished earlier than it had. Um, yeah. Because because I was, I was starting because I was doing so much with Callum in '96. I think it was late '96 where I broke my record of filming every day, which I'd probably kept for two or three years at that point. And it wasn't actually on purpose. It was because I went to uh, a gig in Guildford to, to see the band Sleeper and. The tra- I didn't get to go home or maybe I, I changed for the gig at Callum's house rather than at my house so I didn't go home and didn't think to record in the morning which yeah. I'm, prob- I'm, I'm before work I'm pretty sure there would have been occasions where I did but that day I didn't and I think I thought I'd be back from Guildford sooner and, and be able to um, to do my bit for that day but I, some one reason or another didn't get back till after midnight and then so that was the first and it was soon after that that I met George and I kind of had to work out how he fitted in, because he definitely—I don't—he definitely didn't feel like, although, you know, um, Callum's group were welcoming, welcoming to me. I'm sure they would have been welcoming to George, but he—he he was more like, I, George was more like my sci-fi friends, like you guys. Yeah. And I kind of felt well, he really—if he fits anywhere, he fits in certain part of yeah. the world, or for want of a better word. And so I got him in that and his character and he was very good with it his character was very you didn't know he was he was a bit of an anti-hero you didn't know whether he was good he was bad he yeah. was, had supernatural he had powers but he didn't quite know them yes and that that really inspired so that's the most interesting thing. sort of character anyway really i, yeah. I have to go yeah, staying with that house i do remember um it was we uh, there was a club in camberley where we we spent two the night new New Year's That's Eve ninety six J W there we go and um, it, it was New Year ninety six and ninety seven consecutively and um, I think there was I I almost managed to um, sort of I, I think I was the one who was invited back with somebody uh, then, uh-huh. which would have been unheard of really it doesn't sort of thing that happens to me. But uh, I don't. I don't think it. Nothing came of it. But it was a nice romantic moment. But um, in '97, I remember getting off the train and you uh, walking me back, you know, to the to the house and saying that uh, you'd watched the Spice Girls film. Mm. Um, so uh, uh, and uh, didn't you have a, a wasp's nest or something in there? Oh in yeah, yeah, we did. Um, it was probably some because my 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 room. Well, that was a really nice room because it was like a little flat in itself. It was right at the top of the house. There was a mirror of it, the other end of the of the of the house, which was where George lived. So we yeah. that's how we also kind of if George had been in a different part of the house, I couldn't escape going past George's um 
you know, there were different ways you could because there was a back, a back stairs and the main stairs. Um, but the stairs up to the top floor, I had to go past George's. So sometimes he'd lay in wait because he, he had uh, insomnia and all sorts of things. He wasn't so even if I'd been out late, he'd probably be up and he'd sort of if he'd hear the stairs, he'd kind of oh, want a coffee before, but and 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 uh, you know, he kind of dra- dragged me into we well, usually come into my room and um, and my room there was a a bigger sort of front part and then there was a back part with a door another door that's right so so that was my bedroom so i could have friends come and stay and because i had a, a, a um like a single bed put in the other so yeah. in, in the main room the lounge room whatever um so there was always i mean i think i remember um lisa coming to stay and you came to stay and i i remember my friend andrew andrew reed who had been in um, he'd been travelling overseas and one day I, I heard from him and he was back in the country, could he come and stay? And So I was able to put him up and so that was really nice from a socialising point of view. Um, and, but yeah, because it was at the top of the house, the wasps had got in under the, in the roof um, and I, I think I'd let, like, left the light on in my bedroom and then I came, and I came home and I was a bit drunk and they'd come... They hadn't all come in, but some of them had come in, and they were like sleeping on the wall, and I had to close. And I was drunk, so I, you know I couldn't really deal with it. So I had to close my bedroom door, turn the light off, or they might have been flying around at that point. I think it was they were sleeping when I came in the next day. Um, but I got a bit of a scare because I could see more of them outside because the windows in that bedroom were slatty blinds and they were yeah. old, so they weren't that airtight. And um, I, I remember having to. I closed the bedroom door, turned the light off, and blocked the, under the, the 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 crack at the bottom of the door, the keyhole, and then I went and slept in the other bit. And the next day, I think I was due to be going either to Salisbury or to uh, or to see Lee or somewhere on the Saturday morning. But I'd been out with Callum, and I wasn't. You know, I had something to do the next day. So, and I was my wallet and my keys, everything are in that room. I'm going to have to go in that room. Um, I think when I went in, the, there was only one or two of them hanging on the wall, and I was able to get rid of them. But um, yeah, that, and, and then they were around for for ages, um, you know, and you'd even though they probably I didn't pay a scrap of rent. <laughs> no, they didn't. And, but I remember still like they were quite big wasps as well. They weren't these little ones. They were quite big ones. And I remember, I don't think I ever got. St- I did get stung at the library in 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 Camberley when we were renovating it because um, I was sort of wearing what, what I'm wearing today, like a T-shirt with a, uh, a shirt but unbuttoned sort of over the yeah. top and, and, and a wasp got under one under the, the folds of the... and then got scared. Mm. And, anyway, yeah. um, but I never got stung in, in the house. But I remember as late as Christmas, of whichever year that was, um, th- there was still the, the ends of those wasps you'd find sort of like <laughs> in a corridor. And it was... And, and, um, yeah, that was quite... Uh, yeah, because we, we had a wasp... Uh, at my parents' house, we had a wasp nest yeah. in the... And, uh, uh, you know, I, I eventually, about ten years ago, I went in there and, you know, I kind of got... When they were too old to go up up and get anything oh, anymore, yeah. I, 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 brought, I brought everything down, absolutely everything, yeah. and uh, put it in my old bedroom for them. And uh, there was still dead bodies of wasps from, well, from the... the, the, the uh, nest that they, they, they we'd had up there at one point, but but no, I, uh, I that was a nice that was a nice house. A very it was it was house. a nice house, and I remember the, the the time I got the pretty much without comparison the time I got the most drunk 
the point, the only time I got drunk so much I can't tell you what happened. Yeah. Um, was when I'd been out with Callum and I came back and they were having, you know, I'd really, so I'd been out, it was probably a Friday or Saturday night, I'd been out with Callum, we'd had whatever much we'd drunk then, then we went to the JW's club yeah. and then we had, so we had more, I probably had a burger to soak up a bit. Yeah. But then usually I'd go home and go to bed. Well, when I get I get to the house, they're having a house party. Um, and the, the, there's bottles of spirits, <laughs> the worst possible thing. Just, oh, just help yourself. And often when I came home, I would have coffee, like a, a probably a sugary coffee because it's like a bedtime drink and it's like, you know. Um, but somebody said, said, oh, have um, uh, whichever spirit it is that is, um, that is very co- a coffee-based one. Um, I've forgotten which one. Oh, it is. Uh, anyway. Yes. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Yeah. yeah. It's the only time I've drunk it. <laughs> never again. Um, anyway, I got very drunk. I remember body surfing down the stairs um, and people plucking leg, plucking hairs from my legs to see if I would, you know, what, what will happen if he, you know, will he respond if we do that? And I, I don't know how, I literally don't know how bad I got. Um, I, I, all I know is that, and I, I don't know how, I don't know if something nasty could have happened. I don't know if I could have, you know, vomited in my sleep and choked or something. And the reason that that didn't happen, I totally, it's totally down to George. He, he, I, I, you know, um, I think I was very, very ill. And he, I think I broke the, 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 the banisters going up the back stairs. I'm, ah. I lent on it too hard. Um, I think he probably took, put me in the shower. Um, I think he just looked after me till he thought I was safe. I, I, I don't, I do not know how bad it got. Yeah. Um, but he would kind of jokingly say, "Oh, don't you remember that?" Afterwards, huh. and and I don't know how much he was joking and how much wasn't. But all I know is that the next day, uh, I usually it must have been a Saturday night because the next day I usually went with Callum. I, I would meet up with him in the afternoon, and we'd they'd go and watch football, and I'd just come go down and be with them because. Um, you know, that's what, what we did. It was, you know, a Sunday afternoon, a couple of drinks. Um, and I was still drunk at lunchtime. And um, and I, I was still merry when I went down. Because, of course, Hank Callum didn't know about the party. He The last time I'd seen him was when we'd said goodnight at 2 o'clock in the morning after the the nightclub. Yeah. Um, and, and I had to... Um, I, I couldn't I tried to have a drink and I couldn't have a drink of alcohol uh, and so I just drank water and that was fine and I didn't know if I could risk eating so on the way home I bought a I, this, this got me a reputation as well um, I went and bought a McDonald's or a Burger King and I didn't try and eat it because I thought I, I do, don't know if this is going to be a good idea but I, but I do know that when I wake up tomorrow morning I'm going to need something yeah. so I stuck the burger in the fridge and um and then I ate it the next day, and that some, that this somehow got round our group of friends in Camberley, and, and our friend Cliff, who you oh met. Cliff, yes, yeah, uh, and you know how he kind of he would pick on something in a nice way, but make it into the thing that was kind yes, of yes, the character. It, you you were that 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 incident. You were that program. You were you know you you were personified. I was he used to call me Mister Infomercial because we we reminisced we reminisced about public information films. So uh, I mean, he—I he, he, don't think he remember it sort of take any notice about anything else about me apart from that. I got on, you yeah, know. But, we had some great yeah, chats, yeah. but that was what we would talk about because he, you know, for yeah. So I got mad. <laughs> so I got no, I got known for the guy who ate cold, like leftover McDonald's. Um, <laughs> and I was kind of like, well, in my defence, I have. <laughs> 
But anyway, um, the, the the whole rental thing with that place, the people who were renting it to us, uh, like a middleman company, they were fleecing the owners and not giving... They were charging us oh. more than they were saying they were charging. Yeah. Um, and then it got to the stage, so they were kicked out, or at least they were... I mean, no, they were a company, so they would have... So we were then to pay the owners direct. And, and then some people in the house took... Oh, so, oh that's fine, we'll, we'll be the ones who collect... Uh, and then they they did, but I think I said no, it's fine. I'll pay. I'll pay directly to the company still. But the people who were collecting the money didn't pay their rent. So then the owner sort of said, right, these people are out, and these people can stay. And, and by this point, um, I think we decided that Callum and I were going to rent a place. And yeah. We looked in places like Guildford, and then we ended up in, in Woking. This is before I o- owned the place, um, and then. What year did you move out? I, I just, moved. I moved out in two thousand and one. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you about this house, and then we'll be up to your your houses, and then I'll have nothing more to say anyway. Because the last <laughs> time I moved, my, the last time I moved house was before the the times you moved. Um, <laughs> so I lived in that house in Woking, which was a nice little, um, uh, you know, a, um, what do you call that sort of place where, where you. You come in, you've got some stairs, but then yeah. you've got two floors. Maisonette? Maisonette, yeah. It's very... Uh, your place in Woking, uh, I, I love it. I think, uh, I, think I, got, I got the vibe from you that it was the place you were most fond of. Uh, am I right? I would have bought that place um, because, as I'll come to, the sad reason that I got to buy a house was... I'll come to that. So, but unfortunately, by the time I had that money, that if I'd had the money... Or the situation fair to buy, I might have afforded a house in that area, but by the time I had the money, the prices have gone up too much. Um, so I had to look. The, the Callum and I looking for somewhere to rent, and Callum and I looking because even though I was buying the flat, Callum obviously came with me because I was blooming too much for chicken to go with myself. <laughs> so we looked together both times, both because obviously Callum was going to be living, um, uh, whatever I bought, but I, some of those type of things because I can't remember how many places I remember when we went to live in that house meeting the estate agent at the station and he knew we didn't drive and he said he'd drive us down there and because of the one way system in Woking it seemed to take ages to get to the flat and we thought blimey you know, don't have to yeah. this walk. but it turned out that the one way system was the problem there was a much quicker way to walk so that wasn't it wasn't a problem but uh, yeah so looking for the, the flat to rent and looking for the house to buy those experiences kind of mer- merge yeah um but um, yeah, I really did like that place, and we had there was a cat. Well, there were two cats. One sniff. Called sniff. Sniff. Yeah, and, and and we didn't know he wasn't our cat, but and he had a, a. I think he was a boy, and I think he had a sister. But I might. We don't think we. Um, sniff sounds like a boy's name, and he did. He did. He he would sneeze quite a lot. Uh, and oh, the only yeah, reason so. we found I, de- I never spoke to his his owners. Uh, the only reason I found out his name was because he had little. Um, thing around his neck which had a little sort of unscrew thing and it, then it said my name is Sniff and it had their address in case he got lost oh, and he, I think he had a sister I think he had a sister and I did know her name and I'm sure she's on Sutton Park yeah. um, but I do, I do remember um, that house with affection too I mean I, I, it, yeah. uh, it was just I, I think it reminded me it wasn't exactly like it but it reminded me a little bit of my own first home, the one at the beaches in Salisbury, uh, which which was a three. It was like the maisonette. It was the the three stories. It was uh, 
you 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 kind of the stairs were there when you walked in. You got up. There's one level, and then there was another. Um, and there was, yeah, there was something about the design that was sort of late sixties, early seventies. Uh, yeah, about it, 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 I bet it's been updated since we lived there because the bathroom was quite old fashioned and. The, it, nothing much. It was nice, but nothing much had been done to it. But I didn't. That, that it was still the most grown-up place I'd ever lived in. Yeah. Because uh, it became semi-furnished, so I didn't have to buy that much. Um, and um, yeah, it, it was. Uh, and I spent it, my thirtieth there. Yeah. I, I came down um, for my thirtieth birthday. We went bowling with uh, some of uh, you know, the uh, the friend, you know, the cliff, and you know, some of the friends you were mm. hanging out with at the time. And, and again, the um, the house was. Um, quite close to, I don't know, all of the park. I explored the park, and then I discovered from the back of the park there were. It went off into a footpath, which led to some woods, which then led to a, a you know, quite a lot, a lot of places to explore for filming. Places. That's right. Yeah, um, I remember that. So there were lots of there were lots of places around Woking um, that weren't the actual centre of Woking that were, yeah. were nice, like and woods and um, all sorts of canal paths. Yeah, so much to explore and and. Um, and of course, we were still club- we were cl- clubbing then. There yeah, was a, yeah. just over the road from Woking Station. There was a club, uh, an upstairs bit of somewhere that uh, we well, we went in quite a lot. I mean, I, I remember yeah. I remember Julie, your friend Julie, dancing yeah. with us as well. There was always yeah. Mar Baker on the. You know, there's certain clubs that always played certain tunes. Oh, what a, yes. uh, when I used to go to Concord's nightclub, and they would always play Oh, what a night. But uh, uh, and. Um, they they would always play Boney M's Mar Baker. Uh, it was yeah. a great club, great music. Uh, the only thing is, I, I, the floor are always covered in beer. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> but no, it, that was possibly. Uh, I, I suppose Chicago Rock in Salisbury in the early noughties was the last grasp of of regular clubbing that I used to do, if it could be described thus. Yes, of course, we've uh, done our first and last, so they we. we so some of this will be making sense to the listeners. Hopefully. Yeah, it all fits um, together like a jigsaw. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, so we also had a garage at that uh, at that house, mm. which we didn't need because we didn't have a car. But I did put my bike in there, and also I was watching an episode of Sutton Park recently, and it was another location. Yeah. Another, you know, I think um, Lee used that as like Von Hellbent's base or this or that. Yeah. You know, that, there were some scenes. There were some scenes we used. We we anything we had, we used um, uh, as a as a location if we could. Yeah, and I also I also think that you you kind of reached a sort of level uh, for, with the risk of sounding twee, uh, a level of happiness because you 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 felt you and Callum and Sniff were a kind of a a family unit <laughs> almost. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shame that we couldn't have had, couldn't have had a cat of our own uh, earlier, but um, probably wouldn't have been. I don't know that we were really allowed. Well, I don't know if we were allowed Sniff in that house, but we did. <laughs> but but you had that um, picture of Sniff in your next house. Yeah, uh, yeah. we in the bathroom, and you probably still got him. But uh, yeah. he, um, I always said, because he is a there's a picture where he was stretching, and it looks like he'd been yeah. staked out. <laughs> <laughs> I do, uh, I still, it's sad to think you know when you when you look at cats that you you've known and perhaps hadn't seen um the end you know you hadn't seen sort of where they were going on to you just the, the, the yeah. relationship seven it's sad to think that they're, they're dead now you know i, I you know it's I'm, it feels unreal i mean i i, I presume that stiff sniff's gone now 
Uh, it must be because, yeah, no, it must be because that's over 20 years ago, so he yeah. could be 25 or something. Yeah. <laughs> or more, because I don't know, yeah. you know how old he was. Um, but I do but, remember him. Uh, well, the one thing I will say before we move to my final house, and then, as I say, it's funny because my last move is about the same time as your first. But um, uh, I, I uh, think what, there was there was just over a year between them. Um, yeah. Well, well, going finally finishing off with Sniff, one day he was gone. Yeah. And they were got they were and I think the owners just moved away. Oh, so it wasn't what, the case of look, we're moving out now, mate. I'm, I'm, it's been fun, you know. No, I never spoke to. And and um, Sniff never told me. <laughs> Sniff never left me a message. He didn't <laughs> he's write. He didn't ambiguous post. pussies. An <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, email, you know, stuff. Yeah, but uh, he just hasn't even turned up on bloody Facebook. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but anyway, we've still got him on lots of videos. Yeah. But so he is the nearest to a, <laughs> the nearest I had to a Dealey before Dealey, but he wasn't yeah. mine. And, <laughs> um, and then in '99. Our mutual friend Roger died, and oh, yeah. I was left some some money which I was able to use as a deposit. So then, I think we were we were coming up to two years in that address, and I had to decide whether we were going to continue there or whether I was going to buy something. And having that deposit, I think my parents were keen to steer me towards put it towards something you don't waste, don't have it vanish, because yeah. my brother had had um, sort of the same amount of money, and he'd gone to live in America with his with his wife. Um, who became his wife? He went and lived there for six months, um, and then uh, and then they got married, etc., etc. But yeah. um, so it wasn't a wasted money; it was just a different way of spending money. But it, um, but I think my parents were, were like, "Well, you haven't got anything like that you want to spend on, so you might as well put it on." So yeah. <coughs> so yeah, I looked for a couple of places that I I made an offer in somewhere in, in Walton on Thames, which was just a couple of stops down. And then I got consumpt for that. And at the time I was working at a place um, that, that was just down the road. I used to go past his house. I knew the cat who lived here. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah. He used to be on the train with them. <laughs> oh, morning cat. Yeah, uh, well, almost. He was very friendly. And sometimes I feel like, you know, I don't really believe in ghosts as much as I'd like to. But sometimes I feel there's a little bit of something left from his time here. Um, but oh. uh, little noises you hear and you think, well, dude's over there, so what's that noise in the kitchen? Uh, uh, you know, I, it, it's all all flights of fancy. But I, um, but yeah, so I knew this. Ha- I, I didn't actually know the didn't know that the cat was from this house. I knew it was from somewhere around it because it literally was at the station. Uh, um, but I think I've talked about it before. But anyway, so I bought this place, and that was um, over twenty years ago now. I've had the bathroom changed once, the kitchen changed once. Everything needs changing again, though. I've had double glazing put in. I haven't, you know, I haven't done much as I could. But, I remember uh, the first time I went round it. Uh, this would have been early in two thousand, and you, I think George was there, um, and you were showing me round. I don't. I think I'm not actually even sure you'd moved in at that point, mm-hmm. um, but. Um, there were two things I remember. One is, uh, it used to be a car showroom, mm, and yes. and it, your your lounge. I don't know if it still does. It would mm. dip, uh, as the, the bit where the cars went boom. Um, yeah. And mm. the other thing was, I think, uh, presumably they'd had a, one last Christmas there because there was Christmas decorations, oh, yeah. torn off Christmas decorations hanging from the ceilings. Yeah. But um, very. Callum's bedroom, which is my, now my my room, 
since Callum's had, had to move out, um, still has decoration from. I think they were. Yeah, it's got Pooh Bear on the wall. I think perhaps That's they're going to have. Pooh's the, been there for years, isn't he? Yeah, uh, I, I, I never did anything about it myself because I thought, well, if Callum wants to do something about it, then it's his room. He can do something about mm. it, and, and he didn't. And um, and now it's got to the stage where we're toying with the idea of moving back to Salisbury in probably when the mortgage is up so probably in the next four or five years uh, moving back to Salisbury wow. so I'd be closer to my parents and you well oh. really to be closer to you yeah I mean um. it's been a real adventure really because you know from that we're talking nearly 30 years uh, yeah. in, in t- by the time you move out of uh, Byfleet Newhall it'd be, it'd be 20 years but I, I stayed many times in Byfleet I th- I've always thought it's quite a, a cosy place and of course yeah. I went we eventually I'm going to jump the gun here but we we eventually went to ground floor single floor uh, because yeah. of yeah. Ali's various problems and um, I I would struggle to live with anything else now I think I I, I really like the coziness. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I like flat living and I, I like um, the I have more convenience. I have more trouble I, I have you know to a certain extent similar problems to Ali and the ground floor flat is great, but then the only way to get to the railway station is a massive flight of stairs, <laughs> and there were no there were no lifts in yeah. the station. So uh, I've got the you know it's kind of it's irrelevant. It's almost irrelevant that I'm on the ground floor now to go anywhere. I have to go upstairs anyway. Yeah, so, um, but I mean with also I mean I I, I we stayed there quite some, but um, two well there were two or three months after you moved in um i met and was going out with ali um and we i think sort of as you know in no time at all we were staying over with you um and i always remember uh, uh, sleeping on the floor in the well you're sleeping on like a put you up thing on the ground and uh you would always i i i you know in in the morning i would either be woken up by clive of course the clock who appeared many many times in uh, Sutton Park, or if you were listening to Bergerac, uh, you know, you get you get Dark Shadows, or Dark Shadows. I Bergerac and Dark Shadows waking up to that. That was very much. Um, um, it, it, our talking, wall, yeah, because the walls we are talking, very thin. That's the, yes, walls we are talked very about thin, our, pi- our well, yeah. pirate days, but you know, sort of days of getting copies of things. And for years, we'd been looking for the uh, ep- the story Mamadoc uh, for uh, Ace of Wands. I remember. There was a sort of nice throwback to that because you you stuck on a, 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 I mean I think the sound was pretty non-existent, but uh, we we sat through a, um, a a really dodgy copy of Mamadoc because we were thought, whoa, yeah, we did. There was a time when we didn't think this existed, um, and, then, and and then that tape that we featured in a well at this time of recording, it's only just come out, but um, the the two thousand and one is it Sutton Park? Is it not Sutton Park tape? Uh, has one of your um, uh, earliest? I would have been there by about nine months or so, and you probably had been before. But I happened, to, but then we were actually doing something park at the time. So uh, by two thousand and one, we weren't officially. No. And and there's there's some footage of you both coming to stay, and then us going to Kingston on Thames, which I completely forgotten. I yeah, I, I mean, I I don't remember that at all. I, mean, I remember, I remember because Ali was with me uh something part was still going strong when uh ali was was on the scene so she she mm. features in some episodes from the summer of um 
two thousand. Uh, but uh, yeah. And then, so sometime during two thousand and one, you two moved in together. No, it was the year after actually. I, we mm. I actually moved out a year, a whole year before we moved in together. What happened was, uh, I, I know, yeah. to be honest, I'd I heard. I suppose I'd been. It's a difficult one, this one, because temperamentally, I I was, I was, you know, I wanted my independence. By by my twenties, it was start, you know, I got my own telly, got me a video. I basically spent most of my twenties in my room, and um, I, the first time it was mooted that um, I would move out, I think Warren was having trouble at home, and he, he, he around about eighty eight, and he was sort of saying, "Would you consider moving in now?" With, with you know with me at a place it was just a, a sort of shot in the dark at the time and I, I i remember thinking what an exciting idea that was and how grown up and i don't i'm not actually sure whether at the age of what i was then 19 whether i would have been mature enough to cope with it or and 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 sort of foot the bills or anything but it felt yeah it, 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 it was that grown-up step. The next thing, nothing came of it until because, of course, I was on I was on very low wage at the time. So, um, what I the next time I had a flirt with the possibility of moving out was ninety four when I started sort of looking around a bit, and I there was some I won't say the area because it would be unfair, but in Salisbury there was an area where uh, you know I, I I looked at a place and there was two other guys living there. And uh, I, the kind of places I'd been courting, I knew a roll up, dodgy roll up. When I saw it, was saw one. I thought, I'm not actually sure I want to be involved in this, and and that put me off for some years. Um, by 2000, I had a job that paid reasonably. Um, obviously, I had a girlfriend, and I was 31, and I. Was that thirty-one? No, I was thirty-two. Uh, by by the early two thousand and one, I re- it was really kind. Of, I was really chewing at the bit to to leave. Um, not this isn't anything to do, you know, against my parents, but it, it, the 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 need was was in me to go, and um, I at the time I was very friendly in church with a couple of other servers, uh, Kim Price and Chrissy Rose. And uh, they became an item. And I think Ali was an item too. And the, the four of us would go to gigs together or, you know, sort of like, yeah, I think there was a uh, voulez-vous we went to see. And together we were friendly with Father Gary, who Gary Eccleston, who's now a vicar of his own parish, but he was the curate at the time. And we used to go, we used to go drinking together. And, and um, I think it was them that suggested, you know, we, we, let's let's move in together, you know, let's get a place. And uh, Gary actually kept an eye out for us. And he famously tells the story, every time I reminisce, the 21st of April 2001 is when I moved out. Um, I've been in my home since October 78. That's the Kent Road one, which you've stayed up many, many times and is uh, features in, dominates uh, sort of many episodes of Sutton Park. And um, I... And he came out of his house and lo and behold, in St Martin's Church Street, there was a sign up and he texted me at work and said, there's a sign up, do you want it? And I said, yeah, grab it. Yeah, let's do it. And I text the others. And 
Um, I managed to, I think Kim picked me up in his car. I managed to get a few couple of hours off work and uh, we went down there and I probably, because I was still living at home and I sort of, I, I I was able to, and I had a bit put by, I, I was able to actually put down the, the main chief deposit, meaty deposit, which got us that place. It's a three, again, three bedroom, three stories. Um, you had the, the, the bo- bottom one, you got the, the middle one, and then you kind of had an attic room. And uh, it was agreed that I, I would have the attic room. I was rather taken with the attic room because I thought it was rather serendipitous. You you walked up and you you think you're going up into the loft and it's actually a bedroom there. And I, I fell for it straight away. And um, my Ali's brothers moved me in on the 21st of April 2001. And I was just, it was just so nice to have my own space and, 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 and to carve this existence that really I should have, if I had, thing is if I'd um you know, gone to university I probably would have felt trapped by having to do this and you know I'm maybe not ready but twenty yeah I know t- what you mean. 2001 I was more than ready to you know and I I think it would have I wish it had happened earlier because I think I, I enjoyed it so much I I was funny enough I was even though I was paying rent and the, my parents sort of were very they were almost over generous about the when the rent because they, they they i paid a pittance you know i paid towards the bills or whatever but, you know and i think it was a bit of a bubble existence and even though i was kind of contributing towards the bills a three-way split meant that i actually for some reason i had more disposable income and so uh ali's as i say ali uh, we've got a, i've got a video of it but ali's brothers moved me in and uh, i remember the when i was the was I the first person to move in? I think, yeah, because it was on a Thursday. I was the first person to move in. And um, I sat on my own. This, this put you up. I think my bed, panda bed chair was the only piece of furniture I brought with me. I think there, there was a, my single bed uh, was, um, that went in the spare room and became Chrissy's bed. And um, we, yeah, we, we uh, the others moved in within a few days. And, um, yeah, it was interesting. They, I, they had some sort of messy habits that perhaps irked a bit. But you know, we were we were we were three different people, and we there was a few. We went to the cinema together. We got take-ins together. I actually, I think it was a really. I, I, I was very taken with the kitchen. I've I've always felt my sisters had the 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 lion's share of the good, decent kitchens. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, that was the best one. Apart from that, the wall needed damp proofing. I also think that St Martin's Church Street had the best landlord. Landlords can be delightful, but they're very they're a bit lazy. And um, Reverend Watt, Gordon Watts, who was my landlord there, it was a prison priest. And if he wanted anything done, he, you know, he got it done. If the windows needed done, he got it done. Uh, that was rare. Um, and you know, it could get colder uh, at night, but really, I've got very fond memories of St Martin's Church. I still have dreams about being back there, and of course, I still, yeah, I remember feeling a bit protect, not protective, a bit sort of because it was your first. Your situation was different to mine, and I felt that, uh, and I'm sure it's a perfectly normal situation. But when your tenants moved out, you were expected to find replacements. Whereas yeah. when I, I, my, my, 
Was that the, was that not the case? It was actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, right, but I've never been experienced with me. Although I'd only ever lived in one house that was like that um, when I was at Birmingham. When I was in Birmingham, you know, our landlord lived in the same house. Or we, had, I think, his partner had an, another house. But but you know, if one of us moved out, we didn't. Yeah, you know, he would have to find the. And, um, yeah, yeah I, I remember it, thinking, well, that's quite tough, trying to find some... Yeah, you know, it was, a, it was a nice year. I mean, you know, um, that I was going to do... I wrote Smile Again in that year, and, you know, so you had you had space and thing to, to write, and and also, uh, although we were very different people with very different interests, uh, and, of course, I, they had this ugly sideboard, which kind of all sorts of junk was thrown onto, I... Right from day one, I, I um, offered to coordinate the bills. So when the bills came in, I kind of got money off the others and, and paid them. So they're in my in my name. Um, that that has always been the case. It is to this day. I just like I just like conscientiously. I like to know that things are paid. You know, I've always been very my dad. That's my dad coming out of me. I, I, but. Um, I the other the, the only problem we had with that is they they insisted on getting some newspapers and they were very um, t- slow at paying the tollgate stores which of course years and years and years before I had bought all my lookings from and uh, there was a rather cantankerous proprietor who would we could be giving me a hard time and I thought well I, I am I not one of these is one of mine you know don't don't shoot the messenger mush. Uh, but you know, really, it was the other thing was I as as you're probably aware, I'm kind of an immensely sentimental person, and I uh, St Martin's Church it it fitted us because we were St Martin's servers. And Gary used to come round every day, but it was back in my home hemisphere. I grew up in Tollgate Road. It was just off Tollgate Road. Church was thirty seconds walk away. And it was, yeah, I mean, it was a really, and, the, and you could, it had a nice little garden, which was reminiscent of the beaches. So it was, a, it was a step forward, but it was also a nice hearkening back. Uh, it, it, you know, it was, it, I, I was just very happy there. And um, what, yes, what happened, we, we had a year there and um, uh during which Chris and Kim obviously they wanted to get their own place and move on. I think they actually I think Kim changed jobs, so they they were moving out of the area, um, and uh, I said you know they, they they sort of said to me and uh, I have to well, yeah the other thing was I've got some nice videos of that uh, the the Christmas that year um, because it was around the time Andrew Dexter and I did video messages, so I've got some nice footage of that. Um, Chris, Chrissy died in 2006. Uh, uh, nobody's, we believe that she took her own life. Um, uh, but the people that know about it don't really want to talk about it. So I've never, I've never heard the full story, but it very, very tragic. She's only 25. And, um, so I am glad about that year I had where she was there. Uh, she was quite fiery and opinionated but a lot of fun and uh we made a we made a good bunch of amigos uh i don't think we had the legs to go on and on and on and i don't think we would have wanted to but uh, anyway yeah so early in just after christmas uh it, uh they said look we've got the place we're going to move out and and for a, um 
that evening I kind of had a complete flip round of you know I thought oh right I've got to speak. who we we need to get some people in you know and quick you know and I was a bit worried and when I went to bed I thought wait a minute if they're gone we can get rid of that ugly sideboard we can actually do the washing <laughs> up on time we could do we could do this we could do that and even though I you know I, I they were lovely people I was actually, I was so excited about them going I couldn't sleep. I, that sounds terrible, but I, I you know, I've, I kind of, I've, I was actually quite excited about the way forward. You had that funny little room as you come in. It's like a, I'm sure in the in the olden days, it would have have a more of a purpose. I think my my great aunt had one. You have like a, she had like a, a dining or a living room if you had visitors, and then there was a more cosy, yes, what, what, one. That's right. Behind, the reception tape. Yeah, which, which 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 for my aunt was also her dining room, but when yeah. the dining room wasn't up, that was her. That was where she. That's right. Uh, the, what she what we call it a reception room. Yeah, um, yeah. and um, yeah. and that was nice. And everybody ignored the front room, and they uh, yeah. I, during the Chrissy and Kim era, they didn't really know what to do with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, I think, eventually at one point, a telly went in there, um, but when I when uh, but basically uh, yeah i mean we, we everybody gravitated to what we call the snug which was yeah. as you say the back room which led and it had a there was a nice, nice little yard in the in the the back garden to lead in the part of the back garden which i was very fond of too and had some uh, good uh, good summer parties we did yeah in the, in i mean the garden and stuff. that of all the places i've lived uh St. martin's church street is the the one that's that lent itself to good parties and we had many good parties at that place um i was i'd been seeing ali for nearly two years then um and i said well do you you know do you want to come and uh, you know making up the third person it was kind of first and foremost it was getting somebody in it was it wasn't actually I wasn't kind of thinking, let's take our relationship one step further. But it, it, one thing led logically into another. And, um, and, and she said yes. And her parents were having all kids, three kids, at ha- four kids at home. They were more than happy to um, have one leave at last. Um, and uh, you know they were they were almost too enthusiastic. They they sort of you know the you, you, you know it wasn't a case of do you sure you know what you're doing. It was a case of right. Well, if your stuff's not out by, hang on a minute. And of course, she had to go through a vetting process with the the letting agent. Um, and uh, so, luckily, she passed it. And I I've got this wonderful photograph from March the second of second twenty second of March two thousand two, with the day she moved in, with Grill, who is actually who you know very well for staying over with me. And I am actually lent against as we speak. Um he's in a massive spare room. gorilla and, a in grill, yeah. And he's a very a, he's large my, my bedfellow. <laughs> that's right. Um he was a gorilla that was a, a originally a normal toy and uh, Ali's gran filled him with a bean bag and made him huge and um, he he came from her bedroom and and yeah suddenly a house became a home you know there was a lot of nice cozy stuff that um, and it was it was the beginning of the beginning for Ali and I it, it was really a place of our own now to make it financially viable we did have need, need a third person so once Ali was settled in we kind of then 
looked I don't think we were in huge immediate hurry because uh, we kind of liked the place to ourselves but um, when we became became aware that yes it was going to work um, we 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 looked and I can't remember how she came onto the scene but there was a young black girl called Lucy um, who was there and she I think w- was in the frame at the at the same time our friend Andy and Michelle split up and I I think she just pipped Andy to the post I think she had just got got, got her stuff clear now. Lucy was a lovely lady, but she she was very kind of casual about uh, uh, you know sometimes with the rent. Um, I mean you know she we we got on very well with her and she was very bright. And, but she she moved her niece in and that was an absolute nightmare. She was a total brat. Um, but yeah, I mean that that sort of and Andy came to live with us for a little while between places. In fact, he had two sets of stay with us. And that was weird because, as you know, it's the first pers- first time a friend that close or that established I'd, I'd lived with, which was strange. And of course, that was quite good because if there was a new Doctor Who tape out, you know, we could we'll stick it on. And so I don't. We had we had DVDs by then, but videos were still coming out of Doctor Who's stuff. But, um, so yeah, um, it was. 2002 was a very very good year for me I, I you know because we were we were really getting established and we're doing things with the family still and um 2003 of course we got married Lucy left early that time because they you know they did things weren't working out really rent wise and and they had to go back to I think there was a yeah they had to, they basically it it became untenable really and um, we lost a lot of money through them um, and then we had this this lady called no actually no it's no I remember now no between no I tell a lie between um, Ali moving in and Lucy there was um, her, Ali's old friend Sal a, a special needs friend who lived with us for a few weeks a few a little while i think she broke her leg or something and and there was problems and she had to go back and live with her parents but there was also in 2004 there was a chinese couple well we were only expecting one person but we got a community um uh, they were called su fan lee and uh she came recommended by the agent rather than obviously with with lucy we uh you know we we did the agency but we we that was the other thing we interviewed people we had we showed them around the place and and that was interesting process um a bit weird but and we 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 knew there was a few good people we 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 didn't get and a few odd there was one that was um so you know because we like our religious artwork and there's a few statues and we had on the as you come down it was a really old fashioned house as you remember there was a ledge uh as you were coming down the stairs and we used to put sort of uh, things like statues and nice religious kind of things there. And uh, somebody rather ungracious, we were showing around, goes, who's the religious nut? Oh, right, OK. And there was, there was one guy, there was a black guy from uh, London, I think, who was coming down, coming down to live here. Very nice guy. And I, um, I walked him from the station to Church Street and some idiot was shouting some racist remark 
when he came down. I was I was totally embarrassed that mm. it was uh, th- this was my city that it was not something into. that Salisbury's known for. In, no, not, the, not in that sort of way, sir. No, it's 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 not kind of something that you associate with Salisbury, but alas, that kind of th- that kind of thuggery is still around. But um, but no, I in the end, yeah, Sue Funley, <laughs> she moved in. Uh, she didn't speak much English. Um, and she she had a, this this group of people that that uh, attended, you know, where, who, this guy, this Chinese guy who sorted out the paperwork, and the other there was a guy that there was a shifty guy with them who looked like he was going for a gun all the time, and I kind of they were a really dodgy bunch but friendly, and they had the blessing of the um, they, they you know because their credit rating checked out, they had the blessing of the the company. And we signed along the dotted line, and it, within weeks, her her husband moved in. And I thought, oh, she, 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 yeah. and it could, different culture, different, you know, they, they, they had a different sort of attitude to the thing. So um, her husband moved in. Uh, he, he, as good as moved in. I think he sort of a bit, it was unofficially there. And um, I don't remember any rent problems with them until uh, there was a time, was it 2004? Like, and after about six months, um, they disappeared and they left a note in sort of like Benny Hill pigeon English, you know, Benny Hill trying to be a Chinaman. Uh, they, they, they sort of um, gone to see sick friend in Hong Kong renting cupboard. Well, to this day, we know we didn't even find the cupboard, let alone the rent. And um, uh, yeah, and the bailiffs were after them and everything. And it, I understand, I've only heard this secondhand, but um, they, uh, all these, you know, these credit cards, things that used to come through and they said do you want a credit card and and of course they were saying yeah side along max it out oh their credit rating is good they spend a lot of money uh, do you want a credit yeah and of course they mattered they they they, they chalked up thousands of quid and of course they they were gone and um trying to find a lee in i think they were came from hong kong uh, trying to find a lee in hong kong you know you can imagine it's a pretty hopeless task um, so what we needed was somebody a bit different, I think, because um, we we you know, um, and we'd it you know that that little room had become well it was Chrissy's room then it was Lucy's room, and um, she had various friends staying, and um, and it and, and you had this community and, and I always remember with Sue Fun Lee they they she had um, some Hong Kong friends around and they'd be watching a oriental um i I don't wish to (coughs) sound effect whatever the right word term is but uh, an eastern video with eastern subtitles because of course there's so many different dialects and it was a bit like monkey it was very cheaply made and sort of fantasy based and and um so we uh, at the time ali was working uh, with uh, grail gourmet as a trolley dolly as they say and there was a guy with the moustache, he looked a bit like the second in command in Eye for the Engine, you know, with the droopy moustache and the uniform. Uh, very, very sort of uh, skeletal uh, middle aged man called Pete. And uh, I think he was from Manchester originally and he sort of smoked heavily and sort of drank heavily. And, and he was looking for a place and we, we had a little chat about it. Very nice, very old fashioned gent. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was our last housemate there or ever and um, he paid his rent on the dot occasionally now and then he would hold out because 
things were tight. But uh, he was he was a real character. He smelt a bit. He had a nasty habit of getting up in the middle of the night with absolutely not a stitch on. Oh, no. <laughs> it was, I remember, was not a pretty I remember, sight. I remember him. I don't remember that happening. Oh, the, 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 you you don't want something. to remember it happening. I, no, exactly. it was horrible. I, I, know, I remember enough to remember that I would not have wanted to have seen that. God bless him. <laughs> I, I mean, he's dead now. But, I, I, you know, it was, yeah. I mean, it, but he was, you know, he, he, he just got on with his life. Uh, lived in that little room with an old-fashioned little ding-a-ling-a-ling uh, alarm clock, and um, he he was a man of very simple tastes. He, on a Sunday, for example, I remember his Sundays best of all. He would um, s- uh, sit and uh, he watch Country Fire while whilst we were in church. Just as we were coming home from church, he would um, he would go off in a taxi and go to the railway club and have a few jars there until like, tea time. And then he'd come home and usually a little bit worse for wear and um, and he and uh, put his dinner in the fridge <laughs> for later. Or he made his Sunday, Sunday roast last about three days. And um, he would watch um, Antiques Roadshow followed by Last of the Summer Wine followed by Heartbeat. And he would often fall asleep. And uh, I, there was twice where we checked him just because his eyes rolled backwards and we thought he died. Um and in the end, uh, uh, Reverend Watts had, in 2006, we had to... And all, the, the other thing I associate with that is Doctor Who coming back. Because uh, we were there in 2005 when the Chris Eccleston started. And uh, so it was nice. And, uh, yeah. Um, it's it, also around the time that our mutual friend, um, David Sprakes, moved back to Salisbury. Oh, now. Um, because he was, at, he was at some of those parties in the garden. Yes, now, um, when you were talking earlier about getting drunk, uh, the, the, the most time you've been drunk, um, David Sprakes was the most time I've been drunk. Because, yeah, that was January 2005, so we were still living there then. And I got an email. I don't know how I got it, but somehow I got an email from him saying that he's living back in Salisbury and this is the address. And I said, oh, yeah, uh, can we come and see you? Because uh, it's Elm Grove Road. It was a, a short walk away from us. And um, I, I, you know, I said, I said to uh, Ali, you, you've got to meet this guy. He's, he's, oh, he's flamboyant at the age of eight. God knows what he's like now. And, um, and yeah, and, and I said, I said to her, it was fairly obvious um, from an early age that he was going to be gay. That was, it, it, that's his destiny. And, um, and I said, if, if he says, hi, this is my wife and kids, I will faint dead away. Uh, and sure, yeah, he didn't disappoint. And uh, we just had a, a blast because we'd been to school, the Harnham Juniors, in 1978 79. Uh, he'd written, he'd well, written, he'd worked on the Magnus Editor, even though he'd completely forgotten about it. And he was just the natural sort of uh, way you'd expect nature to take him. And uh, we just had a blast all night. And we, he filled us with, because he's a much, much more accomplished drinker than we were, and uh, he, he filled me with all sorts of... Napoleon. And I had work the next day. What, I was, what was I thinking of? Um, and uh, we just drank and drank. And we had... Uh, I went... But I was, I was drunk before we even had some uh, food. And um, I, we got... Was he, always, he was in that flat that was 
close. He was close to you in Church Street, and he was also close to your next flat. The next one, unless yes. He had, unless he had more, unless he had more than one flat than I know. I certainly visited uh, him that, that once in. That's right. Um, it, no, he was nice, just in that place in, in sort nice of. Nice flat. Yeah, it was nice actually. Flat. Yeah, very nice indeed. Uh, I think it had a quite a big damp problem, uh, mm. but then uh, one thing that's followed me all the way through is damp problems. But but yes, to but I, that, I think the only time I did go um, again, we, we'd had a. We'd had a, a, a boozy night, so I about to notice that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, he was part of the party scenes. And I, because he's in Dubai now, and I don't know whether I'm, you know, I'll probably see him on Skype or he's still, I'm still on Facebook with him, but I, I miss his presence at parties. You know, I've had parties since, and they've not had that same buzz that we had with Church Street. And we had, I, I videoed them, and I'm so, so glad I videoed them because he's there looking at me record collection and talk. And the, I used to have a, a cookie jar in the shape of K9, which unfortunately got smashed. And uh, he, I've got a picture of him enthusiasing out over that. And, and of course, with New Who, I, we were able to sit and watch episodes with him, and, and which was terribly exciting because, you know, kind of, we would talk. We would watch Doctor Who in the seventies, and he would he would kind of we would talk about it in the playground. But actually sitting and watching with it, with him was was very good, you know. And um, and two thousand and six, yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, Reverend Watts was made redundant. He had to sell the house, and um, and I I was we obviously Ali has a problem with her arthritis even long before the stroke. And she was having falls in the corridor because uh, there was three stories. She kind of, ha- ha- she sort of consistently had the middle room, which was very, very warm and cosy. And I would often co- go down, you know, we'd swap beds. And and, um, I've, I've, and the thing is with Church Street, that's house. I see it pretty well every week now because I, I go past there on my way home from work on everything. So I see what it's looked like now, and it's nice to see it's still cared for. And yeah, I think I slept in every single room in that house at one, for one reason did. or another. I yeah. Did, yeah. Well, at least the bedrooms. Yeah, I was going to say. The only thing, I think the, the downfall of that place was the bathroom, which had a, a, a carpeted floor, which is no good for a bathroom. Um, and it was it was too squidgy and squaddly. And I think um, also um, those were the days when Ali and I used to have um, joint baths, and um, I think we we were kind of like the way our weight sort of something popped in the in the plumbing, and and uh, the water used to seep through. And I thought, oh, what's that? It was like, oh, maybe it was because the both of us were in there. So, um, but no, we we did start looking and. I think we realised that because of the falls and things, we had to go single floor, uh, ground floor, uh, for our own sake. And it was interesting look, you know, I think it was a positive feeling looking. And I think it it was that, was it that one? There was two separate occasions where we looked at places in the beaches where I grew up, because it was more out of curiosity than the burning desire to move back there. And one of them was like three floors, quite narrow, wouldn't have been any good for Ali. And the other place, which was much later where we actually were looking to buy, was a place I, I used to look up at as a kid and wonder what it was like. And actually, yeah, it was quite pokey inside. And we, we I, I kind of, I was quite proud of myself that for all my sentiment, I, you know, I, and I think the, with that place, they were actually hoping that we would buy were I a single person, I probably would have done, but I, it, it would have been no good to Ali whatsoever. 
and a bit pokey as a kitchen. But anyway, um, yeah, we next we lived in Cleveland Flats, which was our first feeling of flat living because we were we were again we we're ground floor first floor. We I remember us going to see several places and we we saw there and we you know we I remember looking round and. Uh, our, our next landlord was a guy called Eddie and he was much more of a wheeler dealer, you know, sort of um, bit of a, a bit of a builder by, by trade, but he was he, he a little bit of a rogue, you know, and he would, um, again, even bigger damp problem, but there you go. But no, um, I remember looking around it and Ali turned to me with tears in her eyes and said, I think we found our place. And I thought, oh, that's good enough for me. And I, you know, that was a, it was a nice flat. It didn't have a back door, which was a little disconcerting, but it was, and also we had to think, we had, having established three floors in the five years we were there at Church Street, we had to think smaller and we had to reduce the stuff we had. And and eventually you you kind of get used to that and you kind of, yeah, um, I know you you can do this and that. And we've been boxing clever ever since, you know, because we've lived... With there's two subsequent places we've lived. It's it's always been ground floor. Uh, living room is very nice. Yeah, I I can picture it uh, still, but I don't have that many memories of it, except the one time I do remember uh, getting teary at the end of season two of the new Doctor Who. Oh yeah. Um, when um, uh, Rose and the Doctor yes. get split up. And, now and there were quite a few people listening, uh, like in the room. That there were. Day. The thing is, with with, with that, um, not so much now because uh, my Who friends don't really, live, you know, or, or you know, I, I I've got a bit more of a um, not so close relationship with the the program. I think it, back then I I was, I wouldn't say I was as as enthusiastic as some of our friends about it, uh, but I really I tried to make each episode a bit of an occasion. And get a different friend round, and even, you know, so for, for something like um, David Tennant's first season, for example, I'm actually very nostalgic about. There even there, although I knew very little about pop by then. I there are certain songs that remind me of David Tennant's, you know, especially Scissor Sisters, um, and um, it was. I always associate Cleveland Flats with the David Tennant years because I think. Uh, he left just after we left and he, uh, Runaway Bride went out uh, just a few, about four months bef- uh, before we moved in. And so we watched pretty well most of Tenant's era in Cleveland Flats. And um, yes, we, I, uh, uh, Keith, and Elaine, Keith and Elaine had had a big sort of get together for the season finale for Christopher Eccleston's first season, well, the only season and which we both went to and i thought well let's have let's throw in as many people as we could there i was working on i was working with sophie townsend at the time who was in the audibly players with me she was a big doctor who fan she'd become a doctor who fan through uh the new one and so she was there david sprakes i don't know whether he was there but he yeah you're quite right he lived even closer to us at cleveland flats because he was just down the road um in fact there was one he watched the the um rise of the cyberman 
or was it Age of Steel? Age of Steel, that's right. We we watched that on Eurovision night, and I was just expecting him to because we were going to we talk, there was talk about us doing a key to time one because that was well, the season when we were at school together, and um, it was Eurovision night. And of course, we watched the Tenant episode, and then I said, "We're we going to stick on key to time now." And he goes, "Oh no, darling, it's Eurovision." And <laughs> I know that's and he, it, that was that was quite an experience, but um, but no, I, I it, you know it's. It's generally compared unfavourably with uh, Ch- Church Street because I suppose there was a magic about Church Street because it was my first place away. But I I was fond of Cleveland Flats. Um, it had a, the caretakers as well, which was nice, and the the neighbours were nice. Um, and yeah, it was it 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 was a good gaff, and I I can see why it appealed to us. But the the heating, ooh, you're right there. That's okay. He's, um, Toby's just doing some work in the kitchen, but I can blank my I can blank my sound. For, okay. Um, for, 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 with for yes, with that um, there was yes there was a bit of a problem uh, in that uh, the, the heating wasn't up to scratch and and uh, when when he started doing some work uh, which looked a bit bodged up he he started putting up the rent and Ali and I kind of almost reluctantly sort of said that was in two thousand and nine we sort of said you know, I, I think it might be time to move on. And uh, it was around about the time that she was having problems. The, the, her, the family dog had died, not, not in, and um, it was just beginning of a difficult time. Um, but we, we actually, by then, because we had a reputation for being good tenants, we were, a jury, that, it was that one, where we were actually headhunted. Um, and uh, we had various people you know sort of suggesting things to us and it was quite nice to be wanted you know they said oh have a look at this place have a look at that place so we actually had a we had a good we took our time we had actually had a good time looking at places and it was fun you know uh, you know i think but my problem in 94 was that i was kind of thinking uh oh you know dreading it whereas i think with 2001 onwards i was actually i enjoyed looking at all these places because i love looking into people's houses and seeing oh yeah and um uh, yeah so i it was it was, uh, we we had devisors road which was a maisonette again but on just like it was sloped down so the grand garage was on, on somebody else's uh flat was below us and the, um, and above us and there was the garage it sloped down had a garage which we don't think we oh did we have one in did we have one in no, we didn't have one in Church Street. No, all, all Cleveland flats. So it was our first crack at a, um, and we had a. We didn't have a. Yeah, there was a communal back garden which we dried dried our clothes, um, but I don't think you know we had three and a half years there, but I don't think we ever gelled with the area. It was part of a Devizes Road is a very long, impersonable road which leads from town to, up towards, out towards Stonehenge. Um, and it was a very pretty maisonette, um, uncomfortable, and there was a big, lovely view out the back. Again, yeah, I was going to say about the, I was going to say about the view because it was sort of across, well, it was up to Old Sarum, but yeah. also across allotments. Yes, and that's the view I had, not the Old Sarum bit, but when I was in that house in Birmingham, um, my bedroom mm. looked out across some allotments, and that's some, right. Sort of font font because that was the spare room, wasn't it? That's right. Yes, I always remember that. Our spare rooms got better and better. Obviously, 
we'd the spare it, we had various spare bedrooms but <clears throat> nothing we could actually make our own that was cozy and have records and books and things like that we've always tried to perfect a snug of our own and um a Ch- cleveland flats we had a very small spare room which almost certainly would have stayed in for a few uh, a few times and and we tried to we put in a little sofa there and which wasn't very good we ordered it from argos and i think it was a bit crap um and but we we started the beginnings of we had books in there and and um in the, uh, and um divisors road we had a better we had a better one a bigger one um and they had a wardrobe which you could pull out and that was rather nice um for, but i think it was the circumstances as well there was a lot that went wrong during those years um and a yeah i mean it was it was a slightly depressing end of town and uh yes it was uh, yeah it just our, our heart i think was on the other side of the city the the milford side as it were and um near near a church and we were starting towards the end of our time we were starting to go back to the the dust hole which was the pub i grew up next door to and we were we were kind of semi-regulars even before we moved out and devices we we did have a little bit we came into a little bit of money because Anne's Ali's grand died and um we thought yeah it's it's a vibe we there were certain things that happened unfortunate things in the family unfortunate things between the two of us that we we needed to put behind us and we both wanted to move nearer St Martin's um and we we just made the we we spent all our time looking at places we were going to buy it didn't work out but um we found um here um uh, in Shady Bower and before uh, before we moved before we moved to here yeah, I just wanted to mention that um it was about this time that I started having a bit more of a video presence again. In the, um, Indeed, yes. Uh, and we did the, the uh, revival series or whatever, mini-series of Sutton Park, um, we recorded when you were in that flat because we were able to much more easily mm-hmm. walk over to... I couldn't do it now, yeah, but we yeah. were able to go over to um, Old Sarum and we filmed there and, um, and, and, and I'm sure that there was... Um, I, I think that I think that I, I'm not 100% sure but I think we might even have recorded one of my poetry videos yeah it's hard to tell it's oh, hard yes. to tell no I vividly there's one where you're in, there's one where you're interviewing me yes um, about one of my poetry yeah. books and I think that might oh, be no. filmed we, we're, uh, one of your at least one of your poetry videos was recorded in um, uh, um, in, 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 that, in Devizes Road yes um, yeah, yeah. I also think we, we had some rather thuggish neighbours. We've been really useful. We had lovely neighbours one side, which we included the, our elderly landlady, whose son uh, ran, kind of generally ran the mo- most part of it. And we also had a charming elderly couple who well, was next marine, bless him. He was a, a little old man by then, but you know he still had. You know, we had several heavy snow showers during Devizes Road and. Um, we were shoveling snow, the pair of us. He was about 85 at the time. I was, kind of, <laughs> I was in my early 40s. Um, but um, it was just a, it was a cold and difficult few years. And um, yeah, we, we, we both wanted to be somewhere else. So 
but it was a very very pleasant maze net you know you, you couldn't afford the loo was a bit uh, again the the bath the bathroom in cleveland flats had been absolutely on the money uh, it was my favorite but it was favorite loo uh, that we lived in and it was just nice and spacious and you had a shower and it just set, everything was in the right place if you know what I mean and um, I was it, it, yeah it was gone the um, divisors road bathroom because it had a separate loo and uh, it was kind of a throwback to the sort of rather less than sort of adequate uh, ways but um yeah, I mean, it, and as you say, the Sutton Park revival happened there. One thing I forgot to mention is um, I didn't have a computer at home uh, until um, St Martin's Church Street. And, of course, I was doing a film called Smile Again, which you were script-edited and were in. And um, I decided to set the one scene in, in my bedroom. And uh, I said, well, with it, it all hinges on this guy getting a computer. So I blackmailed myself into getting a computer because I knew that I had to do it and I wanted to do it. And I, I, I really wanted to print out things and just do things properly with a computer. And um, so I started with the basic thing. I didn't know anything about memory. I got one with a rather inadequate memory and that lasted a few years. And then by Cleveland Flats, uh, my friend Eric and, of course, Andy Ching, who we knew, had between them taught me how to digital edit and of course, that was the beginning. It was Cleveland Flats, which was the beginning of the digitalizing, because I started putting things. I had a machine. And I was starting to put things on disc by then, and uh, <clears throat> and of course, by the end of Cleveland Flats, I was doing the um, remastering project with the uh, old films onto DVD, which I did with Keith, and that went right through Devizes Road time and went into Shady Bower. Which, uh, Shady Bower, we, we were still looking to buy when we looked at Shady in the early, the very, uh, very early 2013. And um, we were going to buy next door. And we looked at it, it had been refurbished, it looked gorgeous. These flats, I thought, were going to be too expensive for us. Um, my friend Charlotte lived here during the Church Street era, and we used to go and see her. And I would... I think well, these are gorgeous flats, you know, probably well out of my our league. And it was it's a lovely area. It's in fact um the loveliest area that I think I've lived. It's it's just shady bow, it's got these lo- trees going over and I I went to school and the school up the road and there's three different ways of getting into town, four if you want to go to the extreme end. Uh it's just it's so it's near it's a very pleasant walk to work, it's near the pub. We've we've re- we sort of become regulars at the Dust Hole pub. So two thousand and three, I, I I felt I always just talk about it as um, g- going across the dual carriageway to the Promised Land. Um, <laughs> it, it was a move that uh, felt really good, and mm-hmm. it was a new beginning for both of us. I think because um, I, I sort of stopped for health reasons. I stopped doing my videos in about twenty thirteen, but. Um, if you only move, I must have done it very early in your time there, because um, if you look at my Mr. Shayeti YouTube page, there's um, a little video that comes up about who who Shayeti. A lot of these sites mm. have little, yeah. you know, little trailers, yeah. and um, the links. I think I, I'm wearing my red hat, and I think, and we I think we also did some other videos um, there as well. Um, so we must have got cracking with doing the videos once you moved in. Yeah. Uh, and and so yeah, every time I see that video, 
I was thinking, gosh, you yeah. know, I haven't done a video for yeah. years, and I was, and you were in that house. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I knew, I knew you'd been in there for a long time now. I, I mean, I uh, yes, because uh, March, the first of March, two thousand and thirteen, we moved in, and it's the first one where, oh yes, we've got a damp problem. Uh, yes, there's various things to fix, but it's the ideal site. You know, if we could buy, we wouldn't want. You know, short of a bungalow. Um, we couldn't wish for anything better, really. And the in terms of the spare room thing, even though we've obviously Alice inherited her dad's archive, uh, TUC archive. I've inherited um, bits and bobs from my parents who both died during the shady era. Um, and I, it's still a nice place to you know. I, I, we still chill out here, and it, it, it's it's a good. And of course, they also we got rid of the telly, an extra telly here. So literally, it's very quiet and peaceful in this room, which I'm recording in as we speak. And um, during the summer, when we we didn't have any guests or anything, I brought the laptop cart in here. I'm sort of <laughs> streamlined, very much influenced by yourself. I, I streamlined to a, a laptop rather than a PC. Um, but yeah, I, it was. It, um, so we're very happy here. And I don't know what's round the corner next. I enjoyed... I, I, actually, the, the moving process can be very stressful, particularly between Cleveland Flats and and, uh, and um, Devizes Road. Um, it's been agonisingly colloquial because I've, I've not moved out of Salisbury, but I've never, not wanted to move out of Salisbury. Uh, I was going to say, probably of all the places you've lived in, probably the place that's most associated with um, a sort of renewal of some of our creative life in that we've done so many podcast episodes there um, yes, it's a different type absolutely. of it's a different type of you know not videoing but it's it's audio yes. we've done a lot of something sorry we've done a lot of um, the shy life since 2016 in there oh also i mean i i was starting i was sort of in the midst of putting my uh scripts in a book yeah but i i think i've done with the magnet editor and life after books and also the novelizations they've all been done here i don't think i I think I probably put preliminary, possibly preliminary work on the Magnet Memories book, uh, and, but nothing particularly tangible until we came here. And of course, Mum was here. Dad, unfortunately, never got to see it, and neither did um, uh, Ali's parents. And um, Mum was quite regularly. She had two Christmases here actually before, after after Dad died. But Dad was housebound by 2013, so he didn't get to see it. Um, but no, we've we've. I mean, even though there have been some difficult times, that we we Ali had her uh, a year after we moved in. Ali had a um, suspected stroke, and it was ideal place to be because we we could put foot in the odd handles and things. It's all on one floor. It's it, it's reassuring because it also. Um, it's also the safest, I think, because um, if there's a fire, we're on the ground floor with easily openable windows, and we could escape from any any room. Uh, so, uh, but uh, that's cheerful. There. And thinking about such thing, this is looking to the future. This is a question for yourself. Um, you mentioned the possibility of moving back to Salisbury. Now, is there any area or kind of abode that you would like well, my mum my mum sort of looked because I said I said you remember where my brother lived sort of on the on your way yes, to the yeah. base of the hill up Tonstock Hospital 
um, yeah. I can't remember what that area riding, riding speed, speed yeah um, you know that would be perfectly acceptable and mum looked um, a, a price you know it's, it's quite a big it's quite a regular turnaround of available properties and they're yeah. probably going for about the price I would get for this place if I tarted it up a bit before we really left so um, that wouldn't be against Riding's me because I mean I, I think there's a, a bu- there'd be a bus service coming past um, into town if I, I needed that um, you've got a bus service you obviously you've got the hospital very yes, very near yeah. in fact I you know if you were Riding's me I'd, I'd probably walk past your house every morning to go on my way to work yes, yeah we should grab um, you all the way home <laughs> yeah exactly and um Exactly, that's the sort of thing we could do. And um, also, I mean, when you said about, I mean, you, you, you discussed this a few months ago and you, you passingly mentioned, you know, looking to the future now, now Callum's um, moved out, um, where, where do you go from here? And um, I was, that got me fascinated uh, as to where, where you choose to live. I think it's just because uh, I know that, because I know, because um, my my mum and dad used to own the house that my brother my mum and dad yeah. actually my mum and dad owned that flat that flat and they also owned yeah. a flat very close uh, on Fowler's Hill which I, I think I went into oh, which yeah. they, they, at one point I don't know if this was I don't know if this was bought with like money they inherited but they had two flats which they rented out and there was always talk that maybe we'd end up with one each if we'd stayed in Salisbury but it was never something that was yeah. kind of like you know, oh well, you know, don't think about it. you could stay. Happy. You know, it was never really offered to me. Let's say um, as, a, no. as a definite thing. So they never made it explicit. It might have. It might have swung. You know, thinking about it, it might have swung my choices if they had said, "Is you've got a ready-made house here," but they never really said that. It was. It was one of those things that was said, and then it was never really followed up. And um, anyway, but they they sold they sold one of them, and then the, they still had the Ridings Mead one, which my brother and his wife lived in when Elena was small. And um, and then they kept it for a while when Audrey, my um, my ex sister in law Elena's mum, stayed in Salisbury, and then they eventually sold it. Um, and so I knew what it looked like, and I kind of can compare it to. Well, it's not so different from my from my flat. I mean, it is because it's gone upstairs and downstairs. But it's I can see myself affording that sort of place. So I'm sure there are other places. I I. I I just think it's kind of a, it's well connected for getting into town and, and the hospital. Yeah, it's and also I think it's quite a nice. It's in a modern area, uh, well, modern by our standards anyway. And um, it's um, also I remember going to your. I think I remember going to yeah, I'm sure you your brother's flat at one point. And also, um, uh, I know I got another taste of the flats down there because. Um, our friend Dave Hunt moved out before he moved in with his girlfriend he moved out of home and uh, he got a place in Ridingsmead so very similar kind of place and I, I'm sure actually thinking about it I'm not yeah I'm, I'm convinced actually I've when we went house hunting we, 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 we looked at a place in Ridingsmead I'm sure we did so I remember there was a back door bit no I, I, I don't think you know, I, I think it was. Uh, you know, we probably end, ended up with shady because it was it was it was on offer. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, please. Yeah, um, I think our land. What it's interesting the reactions of the landlords. I mean, one obviously Reverend Reverend Watts. We had to. We, you know, it was it was a situation forced upon him. Uh, whereas the other other times we've left have been our decisions, and um, I think 
you know, one the landlord was a bit, was getting, you know, was shaking the wee wee a bit um, in terms of what he was asking and what he was actually putting into the place. And the the heating system really was out of the arc. It was older than me, um, and uh, uh, the uh, Devizes Road again. It wasn't so much the property, but the whole the area which was getting to us and 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 the way our lives were going at the time. Our landlord there was actually, his wife cried when we left, uh, you know, because we were good, such good tenants. I thought, we don't want to make anybody cry. Um, but you know, it's just so nice and so such a perfect area um, where we are now. And, oh, and also, I mean, you, you, you'd be, you, you, you know, if, if it, it was right, you know, I'd, game work-wise, you know, you'd be right, right in, in my path and also, you know, you'd just be a short walk away. You're only, you're only, you'd be only up the road from Joe Bunsell. Hmm. And, and listen, listeners, um, uh, um, Nick, Nick and I, now, I think you're literally the only friend that I have that pending at some, you know, some disaster that would be happening, yeah. um, which we'd hope wouldn't happen. I think you're the only person I know who, if I turned up at the door and said, um, kind of, you know, <laughs> I need, well, I'm coming over tomorrow, you, you, you would. So oh, yeah. you have a way of walking, whereas most people have to, you have to make an appointment, which is understandable because yeah. yeah. you know, that's and how also, a lot of people I mean, are. But you're, you are, you're particularly always been you know very welcoming, and and, and also you, you've been always reliable in terms of keeping in touch, which is, seems to be incredibly difficult for some for some people. For some people, um, and you've you I think even as far since about eighty eight. I've always known when the next meetup's going to be or when the next meetup is projected to be, you know. We've always had something up our sleeve about meeting up again. And I, I think that's incredibly healthy and, and sadly very rare these days. Also, sort of, I suppose it's a slightly unusual situation, but also it's a sort of make yourself at home. And 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 I know you mean it, so I'd, you know... I've, yeah. I've, oh, I've, yeah. I've, uh, because often I've been at your house... And you go to, on a Sunday. You go to church. And oh, that's goes to church. I just say, well, we'll just just do, do your own thing. Uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, edits. so I, ha- so I, you know, I've done podcasts in your house when you've not tea, been there. You know? I've I've done yeah. I've did those, vid- those the video some of the, at least that introductory video I would have done when you were at church. Uh, um, so, so yeah, it's very. Uh, it's you know because you're you're uh, far and away across the years you 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 are most regular visitor and 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 you know it's always very easy and all you know and time always goes way too quickly um and indeed indeed doing these podcasts time goes way too quickly before we conclude uh, at least on our house chat um i've got a memory from your wedding night (laughs) <laughs> but I yeah. wasn't with you, so uh-huh. <laughs> but um, going right back to Church Street, <laughs> going back to I mean yeah. that was um, there were times when I was left in charge then as best man, and you you'd yeah. gone you'd, got, you'd gone off at, um, on your honeymoon, and um, I I knew there were certain people who were coming back to the house, um, but I, I, I guess some people went to the after after you'd gone, you and Ali had gone. Uh, um, there was. Um, uh, some people got dragged to the pub. I, I think we just we <laughs> just came back, and I think because um, quite a few of my um, I was I, I was allowed to have some some people who were friends of of me, but you knew them. But you said you can invite so and so. Mm-hmm. So Cat mm. Callum Callum came. That's um, true. Callum came. Um, Brett, there Brett, was Anthony. Um, 
And no, Brett? Brett came. Brett came, and I hadn't seen him for a while. We were kind of a bit shaky at that point, but it was still nice to see him and have him there. Um, and Joe came, but she Joe stayed at my parents' house. I think is that right? Did she she came? No, she um, didn't. Yes, I, yes, yes. Did she come to the wedding? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Because bless her heart, she, her dad had died um, recently. Um, yeah. Quite, uh, you know, around the time. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't, how did I try and think she, how she got out to my parents? Um, uh, um, after the wedding, you know, how did she? End? But my cousin was staying. My cousin was staying in the house that they. In those yeah, days, the church house was. You, you could you could cram up, a lot yeah. of people in there. Um, I, my cousin, my cousin, that's my cousin, my cousin's husband, and my godson were staying. And most people had uh, come uh, home. I think my sister. M- most yeah, people were my back. Sister, <laughs> my sister stayed at the Queen's Arms yeah. a pub in town, and that was the the beginning of our, a long association with the Queen's Arms uh, that we had. We used to have Sunday lunch there. It was a bit like doing a roll call because um, you know nobody else had a key, so and it was getting quite late, and I was thinking. Um, Oh, was it was Dex staying with us? Was it Dex? Yes. Yeah, I think he was yes. the one who got drunk, dragged out to the pub, and he he wasn't back yet. And like, we were kind of like, hmm, well, do we presume he's gone off somewhere? You know, he's staying somewhere else now, or uh. is 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 he due? But if you know, we can't go to bed really until he comes because he won't be able to get in. So, and I think he did finally show up. But it was kind of, uh, you know, being being all in charge. And then I went home with with your wedding certificate in my jacket pocket. <laughs> I had to get it back to you. And we, we kind of went, uh, oh shit. <laughs> listeners i hope you enjoyed that episode that's about all we've got time for i think we dug up quite a lot of different stories there interesting how uh, houses can uh, yeah can trigger all sorts of memories i've been in this house for 20 years now and uh, yeah when i think back that takes me back to a few years before even Dealey moved in and Dealey's been here 16 years so this flat has gone through lots of different changes as well from being neat when i first uh, bought it to being a right mess for a while and uh, now being now being the nicest it's ever been so and that's all thanks to Toby but uh, anyway um, that is about all we've got time for so uh, yeah do join us again soon we've got plenty more episodes uh, waiting for you to hear and uh, yeah so we'll, we'll see you again soon alright bye bye for now thanks again to Nick bye now bye This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. 
Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. But we, um, we. Uh, meanwhile, of course, we were we, we went to Southbourne and walked along the beach in our wedding gear, which was a really kind of quite nice thing to do. Um, but yeah, so uh, yes, it was. You, yeah, you, you, yeah, we could get loads of people to stay over. Oh, Dills is here. Dills, I'm talking to Nick Dills. Yeah. Oh, Dills, you all right, love? Yeah, he can't hear you. Yeah. Him, but, but oh, bless. Yeah, he's. Oh, is he? How is he yeah, doing? He's a lot better. Oh, good. Oh, bless his heart. was a long one today, huh, folks? <laughs> he ain't all that shy. No. <laughs> I've met him. I bless his heart. 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 I bless his he